Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Uh oh, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Guess what today is? It's Wilbon Day! Woo-hoo! Chicago native Michael Wilbon, host of Pardon the Interruption with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Every Tuesday, brought to you by Waddle's guys over at Hawk. Oh, yeah, hawkauto.com. We're in Chicagoland. Same big! I'll tell you about that in a minute. That's right. Uh, Wilbon, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? He's uh, Sylvie's losing his voice. He's got about 56 minutes left on his voice, and then he's going to be in trouble. Who, who are you? Who are you screaming at? Why? You're not the kids. You're ah! the kids that are, <laughs> I think uh, like just stuff's going around this it town. Is. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm out in the desert uh, for the moment. Um, out in the desert after, uh, well, I've been out in the desert for a week because I was in Vegas, obviously, for the in-season yeah. tournament. And uh, came here on Sunday. You can't make it all the way back across the country uh, in order to watch football all day. So I opted out for coming to Arizona to get in front of my television so I could watch the Bears, among others. That thing starts at 11 a.m. out here. And uh, watch that, and, uh, and a full day of football, and still here in the desert for the moment. You uh, you found out the day uh, that you were on with us about the uh, the 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 co- combination of TNT and ESPN. How yes, how yes, yes. how was that experience for you guys? Uh, did if you guys watched it, you would know it, it, the feedback from it was incredible. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. I, I you know. I didn't expect that it wouldn't be, but uh, uh, everybody else seemed to like it. Uh, the the feedback was almost, I'm not going to say it was unanimous. I'm sure somebody didn't, but we had a great time. Charles and Shaq are two of the most entertaining people on television in any, you know, genre. And Ernie is, you know, the consummate host, and Malika is young and fabulous at, at, at hosting already. And so, I, you know, for people like, you know, me and Stephen A and Bob Myers, we just have to go along for the ride. So um, we, had, we had a good time. We had a good, we had a good time. It was a lot of work that week, but a good time had. Michael's brought to you by HawkAuto.com, Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, and VW, all in one place. HawkAuto.com, where Chicagoland saves big. Mike, I was saying to Sylvie, I, I watched the final. Uh, I thought it was a really good game. Um, were you surprised with how into the, this tournament the act the players were, or was that not surprising yeah. to you? No, that was surprising to me, but it was evident weeks ago. It wasn't right. like I got to Vegas and became aware of that. I mean, that was evident early on. That particularly the young players were very into it. And 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 what what look what matters more than that is that LeBron wanted to win this thing. And, you know, I I think that one of the overstated, I don't know, themes in life right now is legacy. 
you know, you people on TV when somebody plays, you know, they're in their rookie year. What's his legacy going to be? And I want to slap the snot out of people who do that. But in the case of LeBron James, he wanted LeBron knows it ain't going to be a Bill Russell's name on that cup. It's not going to be Kareem's. It's not going to be Jerry West's or 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 you know Wilt or Michael or Magic or Larry or Shaq or Kobe. It's his name. And as that tournament in-season tournament goes forward, LeBron will be associated with that. And the great way that he played every game that he participated in, every quarter, he took it seriously. The league is damn lucky to have him. The league wanted to sell that. The NBA wanted to. The NBA wanted people to pay attention to its product before Christmas. LeBron made that happen. Not the only one, but because the Pacers did and other teams. There's a bunch of young players coming. Tyrese Halliburton, who we talk about, who I talk about often because the Bulls pass on him, but they weren't the only ones. There's a posse of young players, and they're coming. They're coming for LeBron. They're coming for Steph Curry. They won't catch him now. They'll get there. But LeBron made LeBron gave that in-season tournament and that trophy a legitimacy and a stature that didn't have to convey. He did that. And so the league is damn lucky. That. And the league gave him a banner that they hung in Staples Center, right? Well, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's not being portrayed as I listen to what it is. It's not being portrayed as a banner. It's They're going to hang something from the Raptors. I don't know what it's going to look like. It better not look like the other 17. That's what I said. Or I thought The Celtics and the Lakers, they can hang something, but it better not look like the 17 NBA championship banners as far as I'm concerned. Um, Do you believe that the Bulls are playing better because it's addition by subtraction with Zach out? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're playing better because he not – a max player. I mean, he he does things like a max player. He can score like a max player. There's certain things he does. He's a great athlete and a great scorer. You put up 27, 26, 27 points a game every year. He's a great offensive scorer. He's a great scorer. But he's not a max player who makes the kind of impact on a team that you want when you're paying a guy $220 million. How is this affecting his trade value, Mike? I don't know. It's a great question. We didn't talk much. I, I, nobody was into that much last week in Vegas. I, and I was sitting with general managers and sitting with people who, who do talk about that. Um, and I think that's, you're, you're going to see that really come up after Christmas as we get closer to the trading deadline and as teams start to separate. Like, so the Lakers are in the afterglow of this in-season tournament. But the fact is the Lakers are still, like, nice. So what like, what value would Zach Levine have? To me, if you're the Lakers and Zach Levine can be your third best player, I'd, I'd, I'd go for that depending on what the give-up was. And if I'm the Bulls, you got to give me – I got to get one of those first round picks you got. You got two of them left. I got to get one of them. Or I'm not making the trade. And I got to get something else too. So, you know, what, what, like, that to me would have value to a, 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 a team that's close. Or a team that looks at the rest of its competition and says, we can't beat them. But if we add a 25 point per night dude who's like the third option, 
then that changes things. Zach Zach is not a he's not a lead dog. He's not a number two either. He's he's on a on a team that's got serious aspirations. He's probably your third best player. I, so I, just like Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal averaged thirty, but he's not a one. He's not a two. We've seen that. So with Zach, how many teams? Like what teams could he help in that regard? I, I just worry that other general managers notice this, too, uh, that the Bulls are better when Zach is off their team. And then they say yeah. to themselves, why should we add him? Because you're not the Bulls. Because you're not the Bulls. You're not <clears throat> Zach, Zach doesn't have to be for your team, whoever that new team is, what he is for the Bulls. They're not the Bulls. The, the Lakers aren't the Bulls. The Whoever that team is that we're talking about, that Philadelphia is not the Bulls. They're, they're, those teams are closer. And Zach doesn't have to do as much for them. He can do for them what he can't do for the Bulls. So that's the question. That's the, the test. And I don't know what the answer is, and, and, but you're not asking him to do the same thing, contender, that you're asking him to do for the Bulls. He clearly, we know now, he can't be that for the Bulls, but he can be that. He can be what another team needs, which isn't as much. Let's shift gears to baseball. How, what did you make, Mike, of this Shohei sweepstakes and how it all came down? And then to find out yesterday that he's deferred 600 and something million of his $700 million salary. Yeah, the deferral is a nice PS. It doesn't mean anything. Shohei makes $50 million a year. <laughs> He's not. He's not gonna need to go fund me. He, you know, he makes fifty million dollars a year outside of his salary. So, what does he need? The seventy million dollars a year that he's gonna make from the Dodgers. He doesn't. It's a nice PS, nice postscript. But that's that's all it is. Like, I don't think you can do that in basketball. You can't even restructure your deals. I don't think. So. People you know, ask questions. Mike, people ask the question: Is it fair? Is it legal? Whatever. I said, well, they it wouldn't have. Really they wouldn't. The yeah, they wouldn't have allowed them to sign this deal if it was against the rules. Right. I would think the way it was structured should bring more Major League Baseball teams into the Derby as opposed to fewer because it allows you to defer the cost. And over the course of time, if you keep that money, you can actually make that money work for you. Yeah. And I th- saw that Andrew, Andrew Brandt actually tweeted, I think, yesterday that the, the real cost to the Dodgers is actually about $450 million. Yeah, because you're looking at, I'm not a mathematician, so you're looking at about $25 million a year times 10 is 250 Yeah, so 450 and 250 is $700 million roughly. So, you know, yeah. I mean, but that's not, I don't believe that's the only thing that drove Shohei to his decision. I mean, there are a lot of people who were convinced it was the Dodgers all along for a lot of reasons, including, you know, lifestyle and, and, and sort of the diverse makeup of Southern California. And I, I would buy into all those things for the same reasons a lot of us would live in Southern California. Um, Are you disappointed so, as a Cub fan? No, because okay. he was never coming. All right. Just wanted <laughs> to make sure, wanted to make luckily, sure that you had changed luckily, your perspective. Luckily, has such a, a really nice house already. That's right. That he's not worried about the one he's not getting. You, no, were, li- never... you, you were a little nervous a couple weeks ago. No, little, no, little I wasn't. Bad. Little he bad. was never coming 
to the Cubs. And if you guys don't know that, you need to take a couple weeks of vacation. Was he never coming because it didn't fit what he wanted, or was it he never coming because the Cubs would never get into that sweepstakes? Both. Okay. <laughs> the Cubs were never getting into that sweepstakes, even with the, the savings, the, the alleged savings, or whatever you want to. Do we call know it. this? It's not savings. Have you got to go and spend the money on another player. Have we heard so the this? The Dodgers yeah. are going to save the money. What that the Cubs weren't in, or, or like had no chance. Like Yurko said that today, and now Wilbon's telling us oh, this. Did he? that they had no no well, chance. I'm giving like, you my opinion. I, I need, give you that opinion in real time. Like I need I, to I'm read not, this I'm not though. Reporting it. I need I'm to not read reporting it. it. You're not reading where. I mean, there's no reading it. I need a respected journalist to tell me that they were don't never look at in me. it. I'm not a respected journalist. I mean, I'm not I even respected. I don't know. A journalist. You can you can hold out because for whatever reason you need that for your soul. Yes, it's sad yes. that you've been a Chicago sports fan this long and you need to be told by some outsider that the damn Cubs weren't going to be in this. Well, we got passing on on Thursday. I'm gonna ask. Jeff, I'm gonna ask Jeff on Thursday. Okay, you ask him. I'm telling you today on Tuesday, the Cubs were never going to be in it, and I told you that several Tuesdays ago. So let's just move on from Shohei. Okay. Let's talk about at some point soon. Maybe I'm mad month that the now. Reds weren't involved. Uh, you guys should be mad that the Cubs weren't involved. Well, I, I, I think they were involved. I knew involved. that the Reds were never going to get they him. They weren't involved. They were, the Reds weren't involved and the Cubs weren't involved either. And I'm mad about that as a Reds fan. I want them to be involved mm. for the best player in the, in the sport over the last 25 years. You want years. the Reds to be involved for yes. trying to win. However that happens. Well that means bringing in a guy who can hit like he no, hits. No it doesn't. Yeah it does. No it doesn't he hasn't won a damn thing. It doesn't matter. It's a team sport. He yes, makes you better. That's, that's, he makes uh, you better. That's a bad take. Well, let me ask I you this. You. Let me ask you it's this. It's not a boxing match. There were 10 teams in the playoffs last year. Do any of them have Shohei? Um, oh, come I, on. Yeah, no, I, I guess the answer to that I is mean, no. I mean, what are you talking about? So stop. They you make, guys, he makes you a better team. He makes you a better team. Don't ask me to be a fool. You you got plenty of fools out there. Don't ask me to be one. I'm not asking anybody because to be Shohei, a fool. Shohei is not, as the lead of the ESPN story said, erroneously and stupidly, that he's transformative. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Not to a franchise. Because he's at a franchise, he couldn't even get to the playoffs to be one of ten. They they were you it wasn't it wasn't a to him though. Player. Come what? on, it wasn't due to Sil- him. Sylvie, this is a fact. He hasn't transformed anything. You want That's him on your fact. team though. You want him on your team. Then, I want good players that. on my team. That's- then say that. Well, I just did. But I want him say, on my team. Don't try to no. Yeah. Don't say he's transformative because he's not. Well, as a, you know, as a pitcher and a Derek hitter. Jeter was transformed. Babe Ruth is transformed because he actually transformed the teams he was on. Well, you're telling me that if you replace Derek Jeter and it had a different shortstop. With Alexi Ramirez, yes! And then you put Shohei on that same Yankees team that that team I'm won't win. I, here's, what I, here's what I know I, happened historically. Come on. Derek Jeter was that guy. Now, you can give me all the what-ifs if you want. You, Y'all can go straight talk radio on me if you want. Yes. Don't ask we do. me yeah. to buy into that beer. We're right here at ESPN 1000. Oh, yeah. You go. you go right ahead. You go come ahead. on, Michael. You uh, go ahead and do that. Because Shohei is going to come to the Cubs. There's a good no. No, he, he isn't. He wasn't. And he was never. 
Well, that's all true. I mean, like, I can't dispute that. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm pissed as a Reds fan. I want him on my team. You got Candelario. I I more, so, more so than having him on my team. I want the Cubs to contend seriously. Uh, I agree. I don't need I don't need Shohei to give me 2016's roster with the equivalent of that in 2024. I'm going to be damn happy. I don't need Shohei. I want to win. All right. Let me ask you this question. Um... The Bears, a lot of people are starting to come around on Matt Eberflus. Are you? Well, great question, Sylvie. I don't know that come around. I got to say that the defense, which is his calling card, that's, look, I mean, you know, they're playing. They're playing. They're playing better, it seems, every week. Tommy would know more about that, the specifics of that. I don't know about I don't know if I'm coming around because I look at things like the offense late in games sometimes where they just don't have a clue, or they get a fourth and three and pitch the ball three yards back, and I just think, God, they're stupid on offense. They're really stupid, and I don't believe that that can help the development of any young quarterback, whether it's Justin Fields or Drake May or Caleb Williams. I, I don't believe that that what I'm watching is going to help that. But, and so if I, could I come around to Matt Eberflus if I went to him the same way I would have gone to Lovey Smith 12 years ago, whatever it was, and said, here's the deal. You, you don't do this well. We're going to bring in somebody, North Turner. You guys can either team up and get this right, or we're going to fire you. But we're going to give you a chance first to do this. Is there someone that Eberflus can be teamed with to give me the modern-day offense I need to win in the well, NFL? The, the, and, and, you know, I've heard that asked by a lot of people. Someone of Norv Turner's status, like Norv was the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys for our several Super Bowls, right? Like, right. somebody with that pedigree and that resume... I don't yeah. believe I don't believe your agent should ever advise you to join a team where the head coach is still on thin ice, so you're going to come in here and take over as the offense coordinator. I just don't think it makes it a real desirable destination if the head coach isn't in, in firm standing. So it's a conundrum. I think that's why yeah. I think, like, look, I mean... But of course, if, if the head coach was in firm standing, they wouldn't need said offense yeah, coordinator. Right. But, Tommy, I hear you, though. I, I get it. I, I'm, I just I'm think not about to push back on that. Yeah, I mean, I think it... Look, there's a... To me, as crazy as this sounds, I've said this to Sylvie four times today, an NFL season's a lifetime, and I still, for a lot of people, and for the evaluation process, and for me to feel really strongly one way or another, I need to see the final four games play out. I need to see how yeah. they play against yeah. a really good defense against uh, Cleveland. And then I need to see how this team goes to Green Bay at the end of the year, whether there's something at stake yep. or not, and how they play. And that may sound s- silly or or, no, or too myopic, but like I, no. you got to put it all I into the all calculator. That. Yeah, you, I need all that. And no, not only does it not sound silly, I wish that I wish that people would would would. <laughs> that's the only approach to take. I mean, I got a chunk. What used to be until real well, still like a fourth of the season left. Yeah. So, so let me see it. I need to see that about my coach, my quarterback. I need to see it about everything 
Yeah. And then make some hard decisions. Like the decisions are going to be hard enough even after you see that. Right. Don't tell me I got to make the decisions today because I don't. Yeah. And the, and the funny thing is, is too, like if I'm the evaluator, if I'm Ryan Poles or if I'm Kevin Warren or whoever it is that we're yeah. doing this as a team, you know, because these are such large decisions in organizational shaping or changing decisions, I'm going to yeah. look at these things through a different prism. Like, how my quarterback plays against the Cleveland defense is going to stand out more because they're, you know, it's a Jim Schwartz defense and they're number one in the league and they give up 13 points per game at home. I, I know he can't do it all himself, but I'm going to evaluate his play against an upper echelon defense and it's going to mean more than maybe the Lions defense, which has given up 29 points per game over the last eight weeks and is a bottom five or six defense. Same for the coach. How does he perform in a crucial situation in the second half? Like, I, I think that you can drill down on some of these items and look at things in a very nuanced way to come to a conclusion without just you know looking through this broad spectrum. Yeah, and you you the the, the Cleveland defensive point is the really important one. Oh yeah, wait, they got that first ballot Hall of Fame defensive lineman who you want to see your offense navigate yeah. successfully or not. Um, yeah, Mike, Mike yes, I like yes, yes. I, I, I like everything you said. I like what. I saw from Justin in the offense against the Lions. I got to be honest with you. I haven't liked what I've seen from him in the offense against the Vikings in the last two starts. Brian Flores, to get to the top of the mountain, you get there by handling and beating the Spags defenses and the Flores defenses and the Schwartz defenses. Those are the people that you have to measure yourself against or your players against when you have this grand decision at the end of the year. It may sound and, silly, and but it's true. No, 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 no. It, it, it is the opposite of silly. But let me ask you this. You just named a bunch of people who defensively have put their imprint on the NFL, games yep. and teams. Isn't there somebody like that offensively? Because none of those people are going to be hired right now as a head coach. Aren't there people like that, a, a person or two, that the Bears can tap into offensively to say, this is what we need. We need a similar level impact performance out of a corner office in Hallis Hall, week in, week out for a couple of years, particularly with teaching. Yeah. Can, can this be a finishing school for this quarterback or whoever right. we bring in at quarterback? Right. Because I don't trust this staff to do that well now that's yeah that's why you know we've talked about like if if there is going to be change up there i think it's more likely it's really big change than it is just a little tweak here and there camping just don't think you go that route all right michael good stuff Thank you. Except for the oh, Shohei, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, you know what? Can you imagine yeah. if Shohei we're, was a free safety? How good he'd we're, be! We're editing that out of the podcast. Shohei, you know what? If the Cubs finish ahead of the Dodgers, even by a game, you guys are going to buy me a house. Okay. It'll be a no, ginger, it'll be a simple. gingerbread house. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, will talk ginger. next week. See ya. Thanks, Mike. All right, you guys. Be good. This is Michael. Will. By the way, my daughter made the most 
unbelievable. I'll show you a picture of it at the break. Do you eat the gingerbread then? No, because right. it's got glue on it. Right, exactly. That's, I just want to make sure. I want to make unless sure. Unless you want to eat some no, glue. No, because we make gingerbread houses too. Do you eat them? No. No. 312-332-3776. I see a lot of our favorite callers on the line. Uh, we got to get to them. Uh, we'll get to all of them coming up. Uh, and uh, if you want to weigh in, 312-332-3776. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Sir, I was wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on television last night? No, I didn't. Oh, it was most exhilarating. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. And in the end, the Giants triumphed by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. It was a most ripping victory. Son, I'm just going to tell you this one time. Yes, sir. You want to keep working here. Stay off the drugs. The hold, the kick, the win for the Giants. That was going around on uh, social media. The um, McDowell's scene from coming to America years and years ago. Didn't uh, Tommy DeVito reference that? Did he reference that in the the post game interview? Oh, did he? I thought he may have. Does anybody know? I thought he may have with Lisa Salters afterwards. Maybe I was yeah, no, seeing man, things. I, you I'm might, not 100 sure. I think you're right. Then I think you're. I, I mean, don't like know. you're I usually, was... if you think it, you I know you well enough that you probably saw that then. I didn't stick around. Well, I I did see him being interviewed. But I was not paying attention to the interview. Yeah. But that's pretty cool, isn't it? That is like, yeah, like, it's very like funny. Giants. Everything Packers, about it was good. I mean. The, uh, well, I'm saying like the, the movie scene. Yes. Talking about the Packers losing on a field goal to the, the, Giants, the Giants. Yeah. And, and it playing out. Perfect timing. Stay off to drugs. Yes. The original. Remember when the coming to America uh, sequel came out and how excited it was. It didn't live up to. Many, uh, most sequels do not. And it was so, it was, I don't even, I don't, I don't even think I finished it. It was quite forgetful. It was Jermaine Fowler too, which is unfortunate because I, I think yeah. he's really funny, but it seemed like by every standard, it did not live up to yeah, the expectation. Yeah. There are some sequels that are good, especially like when you wait that long, you would think you're coming up with a good one. Like, why do it after all those years? I think that, like, the Beverly Hills Cop sequels were good. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, thought I, Anchorman 2 was a good sequel. And that was, like, 10 great, years later. Great sequel. Yeah. Was it great? I'm trying to... I, I would I'm say trying. great. It's definitely better than one. Both are unbelievable. I think I remember laughing. Could be I my don't. rainy day movie. It was the one where... He was like, hey, uh, who's driving the RV? And he said it's on autopilot. And then they had, like, fryers going. See, I don't remember it. I, I don't remember I that remember either. laughing. I remember Caddyshack 2 being oh, arguably the worst. the worst movie of all time. And such a huge letdown because most of us were huge fans of the first one. Right, right. I saw that at the Old Old Orchard Theater, and it was awful. Awful, awful, awful. It's awful. probably considered the worst 
or top five worst sequels of all time. Isn't Godfather it? two or Rocky two better sequel? Uh, Rocky two, I think, is my favorite of the Rocky movies. Right. So pro- I would probably but say a lot Rocky of people two. Say Godfather two. That was fantastic like, too. You know, but I would I'd probably go Rocky two. Ro- uh, Rocky three is my favorite. I thought Rocky Four was your favorite when they go to Russia. No, I just like Rocky Four, but Rocky Three was my favorite with yes. Mr. Clever T. Lang. Yes. What's your prediction for the fight? Pain. 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 Like, and then was... at the very end, they get into the ring and and what a fight, two of them. But at the but, but, and but, at but. the end, Apollo and him he, and Rocky doesn't he. He didn't know what the favor was, and then you yeah, find out right. at the very end what they the favor want, was. Really he cool. wants one more. Yeah. Ding, yeah. ding. Yes. Right? It's a By freeze the- frame to uh, Eye yeah. of the Tiger. Yes. By the way, did you guys see that NBC has passed on Al Michaels for playoff play-by-play? Don't tell me it's for what's-his-name either. I, uh, who? Jack? Jack. Yes. That- no, 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 no. Who's doing the NBC game? Uh, Noah Eagle. Oh, Noah Eagle. Yeah, that's Tyler's buddy. Yes, 26 years old. He's going to be the play-by-play voice for its number two NFL playoff broadcast crew in January. For those unaware, uh, uh, Tyler Aki was roommates, I believe, with Noah Eagle at Syracuse. Yes. It's going to be Eagle and Todd Blackledge with sideline reporter Catherine Tappan. Wow. So they they bypassed Al. Al is not going to be part Mm. of it. Any comment? Al probably doesn't care. Does he not care? I mean, there's no response from Al in this article, as I see, but uh, my guess is he doesn't care at this point, right? Let's take some of these calls, all right? We got full phone lines. Uh, Taylor's been holding, like, the whole show, but I didn't know where it fit in earlier. What's up, Taylor? What up, guys? What's going on, man? What's up? Did you like our skunk weed uh, reference earlier? Of course I did, man. Look, I got a funny story about that, too. Um, my niece was driving on a road trip, and I guess a skunk, you know, was uh, lived the road. Uh-oh. She turns to her dad, which is my brother-in-law. She goes, "It smells like Uncle Jamil around here." Oh boy! And they all busted out laughing. Oh it was no! A skunk. So, um, so yeah, the kids had good, get a nice little. They had a good uh, chuckle out of that, didn't they? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but quickly, guys. All right. So you're talking about movies. I had this conversation with my neighbors last week about. What's the better se- what's a a movie series where where the sequels are better than the first one? And it's a very hard kind of typical conversation. But Terminator Two, I think, had the yes. better sequel than the first one. Me too. I actually, Taylor, I think I I, I think that Rocky Two was better than Rocky One, and I loved Rocky One. Yeah. Okay. Cool. T Two is T Two is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, look, I wanted to call, honestly, and just brag to you, Sylvia, about, you know, another trophy, another another chip and banner being oh, hung geez. by the king, the oh. goat, uh, whatever you want to call him, your, your highness, uh, you know, whatever you want to call him, the guy is in his 21st season, playing like he's like 18 years old. He's definitely going to get a ring made for this, right? Like he'll have a, oh, his own yeah. personal oh, ring yeah. made for this? This is based off of, like, the European football model. And in Europe, you get trophies. And if you go to their stadiums, they still have – they consider these as part of the trophy case. So whether you win at an in-season tournament or a finals appearance or, you know, a world title appearance, it's still a trophy and a banner has to be hung. And the fact that it's the first one being won by the greatest player of all time, I mean, this is just amazing. Now, I want to see how this kind of prolongs to the next three, four, five seasons – 
But I was glued because normally the NBA season starts December 25th for most of us. I was glued in nonstop. These guys are playing ball. And not to mention the prize money. I think for only for half of the team, it's more than 40% of their salary. So this one seven-game stretch, you could win up to you know 40% of your salary. So I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I, listen, I enjoyed it as well. I, I mean, I'm not going to overplay how much I enjoyed it. I, I, I didn't have a problem with it. And I was very impressed with how dialed in they were, the players were. And, and like I said, LeBron and AD were definitely dialed in, especially against the Pacers. It, it was no lose. What, what, what do you have to lose, right? Like, I, I, like, if you didn't want it, you didn't have to watch right, it. And if you wanted more important NBA games like Taylor did, you had it. Yeah. Like, there was, there was nothing to bitch about. No, there, there was, was no complaints. complaining about. No. And, and it's good that the players want by, by the way, it, I think, like, listen, I think the league accomplished what they set out to do. Yes, yes. By the way, uh, normally we would have um, Mellers out. We would normally have his waiver wire. It's brought to you normally by Tullamore. Tullamore, 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 do. Tullamore, 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 do. Tullamore, do Irish whiskey. All right, who's been on hold uh, the longest here? Let's go to uh, John and Schomburg. Uh John, hey. what's on your mind? Hey, Sylvie, it's your buddy, Beck and John. I was. Uh, so I- oh, my guy. Boy, did you piss me off before vacation. Did I? I what, do what did he do? Oh, yeah, yeah. What did he, he do? He, he was uh, telling uh, about how to do the show and everything oh, like that. I, I know. Be, be specific because I, I should be able to defend myself then. It was something about I was bringing up topics that Waddle wanted no part of, and this was just a Sylvie topic or something like that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, here, I'm actually calling to agree with you about the Eberflus thing, but uh, first let me weigh in on the dog thing real quick because I'm with Waddle, especially if it was a – I can't remember which producer said if it was a puppy, I'd probably take the money right away. If it was within, like, the first year, 200 k the dog's got its whole life left. But if it's an old dog that's lived, you, yeah. you can't tell him what's happening. You know what I mean? Like, that's and right. You couldn't do that with feel, my dog. And you'd feel so guilty for probably the rest yes. of your life yes. that you did that. Like, there's no, even a million dollars or more, I don't think yeah. I could do that. So, but anyway. You would do it the, for a million. I would not sell kidding? my dog no, for a million dollars. No, not you. I he would. I know him. I wouldn't want to be thinking about that all the that. time, though. Even after I was sure that dog had died, I would still be like, man, I can't believe I did that to him. You anyway. get over it. I don't think but, I could. Um, you're you're familiar with the actor uh, James Gammon, a.k.a. Lou Brown, was manager of the Cleveland Indians yes. in Major uh-huh. League movies? Sure. Okay, because I'm 41 now, but I've known this for 12 years that uh, how long a winning streak is, but so far since the Bears won their second game in a row, you, Tyler, and Peggy have all called this a winning streak a bunch of times. And he, in that movie, he, he was having a meeting with the team, and he said, we won a game yesterday. We win one today. That's two in a row. We win one tomorrow. That's called a winning streak. But then I took a beating in the Twitch chat because people are arguing with me that a winning streak is two. So I even Googled it, and in the first sentence it says, Winning streak is measured by three or more consecutive wins without wow, a I didn't know draw that. or loss. It is. I, I in mean, between. I didn't. Know, I didn't realize. I that. Is, that, is that Wikipedia that you're yeah. going for? 
But Big Cat we'll always said you win one because that's a start of a win streak because you always measure the first one as the start of a win streak. Okay, well, according to Google and Blue Brown, it's three or more. But anyway, <laughs> well, the reason that's important Blue is Brown. because I'm I'm with you. I don't if if the Bears win this Sunday, that's for sure a winning streak. But let's not give Eberflus credit for things that he has not accomplished yet, especially when we're maybe trying to move on to somebody else. What do you, like someone in the Twitch chat just asked, what is two in a row considered then? Just two in a row? It's not a win two, streak? Two in a row, back to back. I'll give you, there, there's lots of different ways to say it, but yeah, win streak, let, let's make it be something. That, I, I get it because we haven't had two, even two in a row for however many months and months and months it's been. But, you know, let's, let's make it, it's not that hard to get to three. And then anything three or more, call it a winning streak. But, but yeah, it uh, that that is incorrect to call to a winning streak. I didn't make it up, but I was surprised so many people didn't know that. I'm not going to hold that against you for calling two in a row a win streak. I think that okay. is a silly definition that it has to be three or more. Are, are you uh, are you guys coming out to uh, the party on Friday? I wasn't going to because I have to uh, work at this, but now that Trey Tunes made it into the finals, I might have to see if what I can uh, work into my schedule. Yeah, you got to make it out. Performance. All right, John. Yeah. Thanks, John. All right, if I see you, I'll come say hi. There you go. There's John and uh, Schomburg. Are you guys good friends now? You guys better friends? Oh, now? you could be friends with someone and be pissed at them. I get, I get pissed at you every day. Well, we're not really friends. We just work. We're just co-workers. <laughs> we exist. We, we exist. I'm going to buy your dog, your kid a dog. Oh, you better not. I'm going to buy your kid I a dog love, to test the friendship. Someone said that I don't love dogs. I love dogs. I don't love to take care of them, though. I'm not. I, Maybe like, Braxton does. It, it, at, like, it's time to take care of me. It, 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 You've it, spent it, your whole life taking care of no, yourself. No, absolutely not. I, I took care of Cosmo his whole life. Now I've got kids. We're, we're we're in the area where that we're taking now care of someone them. Wants when, when they're when they're old enough and they're on their way, then it's then it's me. Time. Well, at what point do you consider it now? It's time for them to take care of you, and what does that entail? Oh well, first it's me to take care of me. Okay, then they'll take care of us. But not, in what I, I'm not. I'm not. And at what age? It, once I'm done and Allie's done taking care of them. I'm no longer taking care of anybody, including a dog. There's no more taking care of anybody else. It's over. At what is that? What is that stage where you're done taking care of them? You're never going to be done taking care of your well, children. True, true. I mean the hands-on. You know the day-to-day. Oh, no, I quit, everything, I quit parenting cleaning, about five years ago. Cleaning, feeding, uh, all walking, all that stuff. I'm, I'm not you doing walk it. your kids? No, but I would have to with a dog. Oh, okay. It's a lot of work, as you know. Yeah. A lot of work. Not doing it anymore. No more. Putting your foot down. No well, more. maybe Braxton wants a dog. They do. I think they eventually do, but they won't take care of him. It, 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 they say they would, but you know how it goes. I, I walk my dog week. every morning yeah. to take her out they need late it. at night. And that's what people don't understand. Like, that's why so many pe- dogs end up in shelters, because they don't understand what it takes to take care of that's a dog. That's a fair statement. All right, we'll talk with uh, Black and Abdallah coming up next. 
Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Don't forget, Friday, we're going to be out uh, at Bub City Rosemont. Uh, you're invited. It is free for everyone. Our big holiday party, Buck and Abdallah, have been there before. You guys love it, don't you? It's, awesome. it's a great, it's great time. It's a great time. It's uh, so Sylvie, much fun. I think you owe Waddle an apology for yeah. earlier today. Yeah. That well, wasn't right. What you sure. said about his dog earlier yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to put it down sooner. Yeah. 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 This was spring training. That was terrible. If this was spring training and you'd said that <laughs> from there, there'd be blood on this floor right now. I would have just why, that. Like when he filled in for Tyler today with his list, that's why it was an ass hat A list. Yeah, you Jeez, can't say that. I just I, we just that. had to put Penny down like a few months ago. Oh, it's not. Well, he's worst. experienced not, it yeah. as well. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. That's why I think it was so crazy. It. You said it. You've done it. No amount of money. I'd I pay. I'd pay all the amount of money to bring her back. Yes. That's like like that's like. She's yeah, family. Course. She's family. Of course, you do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. The question, though, uh, that's on the table: How much money would you uh, would you exchange the dog for? I, yes, five hundred thousand. I no, couldn't that's do not it. Enough. Five hundred thousand. No, I couldn't enough. do it. Oh, not, Gus, Gus would be a goner. No, but Penny, I'm, I'm no. thirty-eight. I'm no. thirty-eight. That like five hundred thousand doesn't like. I don't get to retire off of that. <laughs> no, like, I don't get to peace it, out and play golf for it, the rest it, of my it life. It makes an impact, though. And, of, of course, it's a lot of money. You don't, gotta, I don't disagree with that. And the best way to spend, make money is by having money. You so gotta I give totally me, you, get that. You would spend the rest of your life being regretful for well, of course. doing that. Of course. I mean, if you what paid, if you get visitation? No, because then so, you have to leave. So the it. That's staying, even worse. No, that's worse. No, like, like is the dog going to grandpa and grandma's? No, you know the owner. Like, no, say no, Shay. No. That's worse. Shay pays. No chance. Shay's gonna get that. That's dog. worse because then I'm you get to punt this then dog you have to into leave the them sun. over and over and over again. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, I don't know. I mm-hmm. the the visitation loophole is interesting. No. If it's someone that Not you know and trust, and you get to see, I said no to a million dollars. No. You'd have to you'd have to call me Shohei Otani to get my if, dog. What if it's Cap and he's sleeping naked with Gus every day? Well, he's Gus gotta, knows how to stay away from yeah, strangers. No, <laughs> I mean, depending on what Gus tells us, we might have to pay Cap. <laughs> I, I'd say I if, a, a million lot of dollars. In that you're getting. You're oh getting, God! You're getting, <laughs> <laughs> a million bucks. You're getting closer to at least something that can I consider. still couldn't. I couldn't go to. I, I couldn't go to bed oh, at no, night thinking. No. Oh, I know. I, I listen. We, we're there. Everything. So yes, I, I, I think understand. it depends. I think if you like, you said it was a puppy. Like if you just gotten the dog, I'd have to think about it. Yeah, it's I think, different. I think uh, my dog's fourteen Char-dog years old. Yeah, yeah. Chardog made a good point. If you've had the dog for a month. Yeah, I could see it being because right. like, what was the story? She it was a new puppy that right, she it had. Was a right? puppy. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah, we, a little no. different. Yeah, six years in, no. I, I, Gussie's we not going Penny, anywhere. We had Penny for thirteen years. Yeah, like, no. I'm not. No, no my dog's no. fourteen. Will uh-uh. be fifteen in May. <laughs> and she's the you. first, the first of anything or anybody. The first thing that greets me when I walk in the of door course. every day oh, is my dog, and she can't hear anything. But yeah. she knows. Smells you. Dad's home. She can like yeah. maybe feel the vibration yes. of the garage door. She mm-hmm. probably knows the time. Yeah. Too, that she usually come home. Smells them. Smell the sky. Ca- yeah. The sky. No, the she what? smells the what? what? <laughs> the sky. That's, That's two. Is a That's two strikes for you. <laughs> two strikes I for you today. I can't believe you said that. You got to put the dog down, Sue. That's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Run, Lola. It's a farm. 
What, if I, what if I take the million dollars and then heist the, dog, heist the dog back? I'm buying your kid a dog for Christmas, and you're just going to have to wear it. Oh, yeah. Have they started asking two, yet? There's two kids. That's two right. Dogs. Have they started asking? Every now and then, Braxy wants a dog. Okay. Yeah. Two kids? Well, you two know dogs. what? He's going to want one more we decided in the next we're week not, or two. We're probably not going to get another one until Layla can ask for a dog, and then we'll get one. By Wait, the, that is like a really strange thing to say because, the yeah. I mean, what do you mean if she, if what she, if she wants, wants one? We'll get one. Well, we'll get maybe she wants one now, but she doesn't have the ability well, to ask. Yeah. I'm already, you know how cute it is when I'm a puppy not, and a child enough, get to grow up together? I'm not cleaning up after two things right now. Well, maybe in right, a year. Right. Maybe in a year. She well, your kids are old dogs. enough they clean up after themselves. No, they don't. They don't? No, they don't. They poop on the floor? Oh, they don't clean up. You'll find out. No, I said, but your kids poop on the floor? No. <laughs> okay, no, well, I'm not cleaning up after two things that poop on the floor. If you do it right, the dog won't either. Well, I know. Right. I know. I think Whitney Nor got... Nor will the child. I think Whitney yeah. got Penny uh, where she was already trained. Like, because we got her from a shelter. Well, the training's already, half the fun. No, she was already trained when she got her. She by was way, already housebroken. Crosstalk brought to you by Steinhoffels. You need a bed to go lay on right now. I do need a... I need to rest the voice. Yeah. You know what that is? That's a uh, you know that that's the, karma? the yeah that's the dog <laughs> ca- that's dog karma right there. You've been kicking my dog into the sewer, and now all of a sudden you get a sore throat and you so don't feel great. Now well, my throat cough. doesn't hurt though. It will. <laughs> it will. It will. You get a karate chop me right in the throat. <laughs> All right, Black and Abdal coming up next. Thanks to the Chuck Wagon and also... Chuck uh, Wagon and Smokey. <laughs> Smokey, yeah. The mayor of vibes. The dream team in there. It is. Yeah. Uh, for Lola and Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Tuesday night.